You are listening to KG Mwekezi on SAFM. So welcome back to the uh, second hour of the Talking Point here on SAFM where we're leading the conversation. Join whenever you want to on 086-000-2032. That's 086-000-2032 or the SMS line 41391. That SMS will come to you at around 50. We're also on the WhatsApp line 061-410-4107. If you can hear noise in the back, it's because uh, we've been invited to a conference of uh, the Road Accidents Fund uh, Road Accidents Fund in Zimbali of Natal. So it's their tea break, but uh, it's a tea break that probably will end in about five to ten minutes or so, so that uh, there's clarity in the background as you're listening. But here we are now in the second hour, and uh, we're talking in our municipal watch the impact of uh, the Tswane municipal strike on service delivery uh, because service delivery continues to fail across Tswane amid a very prolonged wage dispute between the municipality and workers. And as a result, some fed-up residents have threatened to boycott payment of municipal bills. For months now, uncollected waste has piled up along many streets in the Pretoria CBD and the heavily populated Sunnyside area, the townships and the suburbs. And the residents are saying they see no point in paying for services that they actually now are not receiving as this labor dispute between the city and Samu enters month four. Meanwhile, the Labor Federation, Kosatu, has joined other parties calling for the city's mayor, Silias Brink, to resign. To look at the impact of the strike, we're going to have a multi-pronged conversation with uh, many uh, varied guests, but I also have to clarify that we had invited the city, right? We invited the city of Tswane to join in this conversation to have uh, their say. They declined that invitation. They said they are having a press briefing at this very hour at 10 o'clock, so they can't be a part of it. In the meantime, though, we have uh, Tsepo Mathangu, chairperson of the Lotus Atridgeville Salzville Civic Society. We have Papiki Mohale, Samu National Spokesperson. And uh, yeah, those are our guests. Good morning. Maybe let's start with Papiki. Uh, four months into the strike, uh, there's, uh, you know, a, a part of the uh, um, a city where people are saying, particularly in the township areas in Sunnyside, where people are saying four months in, we have never received any service in the four-month period. So what are we paying for? Good morning. Where are you as far as uh, the municipal strike is concerned? Good morning, Katie, and good morning to the listeners. First and foremost, we would like to indicate that as Amu, there is no strike action which we have sanctioned. The union knows the procedure that has to be followed when a strike is sanctioned. So our members are not on strike. So what the situation that you have in Swane is that the employer, who, by the way, today has decided that they are going to run away from communities to inform them of what is currently happening in Swane, they have been deliberately locking out our members and municipal workers in general. They've taken away uh, keys to motor vehicles. They've barricaded several municipal buildings. 
And as a result, our members and municipal workers are unable to fulfill the duties which they have been employed for. So four, so four months in, you are not even in a position to say to me uh, there is a degree of a discussion that is going on and potentially you could even meet at a bargaining council. None of that. There's been a few processes that have happened. The first one was that the, as a union, when we learned that the city intends not to pay workers what is legally and contractually due to them, uh, we went to the bargaining council to seek a compliance order. The order was granted in our favor, directing the city to pay workers their salary increases. However, when the order was uh, granted, the city then rushed to the bargaining council, the very same bargaining council that issued the compliance order, to say that they intend on applying for exemption. They only did so in August. Uh, mind you, by that time, workers had already not received their salary increases. So in essence, the city wanted the bargaining council to ratify a decision that they had already taken that they are not going to be implicate, I mean, in, implementing the uh, salary and wage collective agreement. By the way, we should mention that we signed a three-year salary and wage collective agreement in 2021. So this agreement was supposed to come to an end next year. Maybe before you even go on, let me ask you what that uh, that signed agreement in 2021 specified. What it you know succinctly gave you as workers. So the three-year agreement says in the in 2021 workers are supposed to receive a 3.5 percent salary increase. In 2022 they're supposed to receive a 4.9 salary increase. And this year, municipal workers across the country are supposed to receive a 5.4% salary increase. So what has happened is that this collective agreement has been violated by Twani two times in three years. So workers did not receive their salary increases in 2021. They've also not received their salary increases this year. So in a way, the city has put workers in a dire financial situation, which has resulted in them not being able to keep up with the rising cost of living. So let me bring in, because I suppose that's what brings us here. Let me bring in Tsepo Mashang, because ultimately as a result of your action as SAMU, uh, the, you know, the citizens of the city are saying there is no point to them even paying for services. Uh, Tsepo Mashang is chairperson of the particularly Lotus, Edridgeville, Salisville Civic Society. Tsepo, good morning. Tell me why it is that you're saying you don't even want to pay for any services at all at this point, four months into the SAMU uh, strike. Good morning, good morning, KG, and good morning, Papiki, and good morning to the listeners at home. The reason why we cannot, we decided to uphold our rates. Can you hear me? <clears throat> I can hear you loud and clear. Okay. There are certain questions that we've been asked ourselves as the residents. Number one question is, if there is no strike in Swani, why are we not receiving services? That was the first question. The second question was, 
we needed to know what is the definition of a revenue consultant by definition what is the meaning of that number three we've been meeting 20 officials or mmc's who decided to duck and dive now they deliberately avoided this interview they said that press conference intentionally because that's how they demonstrate their arrogance i'm very glad that the nation now sees who they are this led coalition they decide to tell the party line instead of uh, addressing the nation and addressing the communities of Tswane. So we cannot pay for services that are not rendered because I've spoken to the chairperson of SAMU the previous week. Let me ask for your indulgence, uh, Tsepo, to go to a quick commercial break so that I can allow you to elaborate when we come back from the break. Conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. Back, we are at uh, Zimbali for a road accident fund conference, but uh, that is going to be talked about after the 11 o'clock hour. I am sensitizing you to the noise in the background that you currently may hear. But right now, we're having a conversation with Tsepo Mashangu, who is a, the chairperson of the Lotus Atridgeville Salisville Civic Society as we talk the impact of the Tswana Municipal Strike on service delivery. And Papiki Mohale is here representing SAMU. He is the national spokesperson for SAMU. Tsepo, you were at the point of explaining to me what it's like four months in for the residents and why it is that you are deciding to no longer pay for services. Yes. Thank you very much again for allowing me to articulate on that one. First, it was last week. Peter Sutton, MMCO Finance, was invited to a show on radio to articulate on issues that we've been always hammering at the city. He decided to do the very same thing that he did today. He just decided not to respond. And uh, two days later, they sent some junior person to come and talk whatever you wanted to talk, which didn't make sense. What is happening, KG, the reality is there, is a, there are consulting firms appointed by the DLA coalition to run our city. Hence, the workers are not given tools of trade, but those consulting firms have been given our cars. When I say our cars, our taxpayers' cars, our, pay, our fuel to come and harass, abuse the residents because they are now enjoying this notorious Tswaniyatima. They are disconnecting people left right to the center. Instead of attending to the backlog, we don't have services. The garbage is piling up on a daily basis. Now it has become a serious health hazard. We've got many, many people with chronic in our townships and suburbs. Now we are living, coexisting with rodents, with flies, but in their suburbs, they have a nerve to take our money in the city to redirect it to private companies who are escorting the waste collectors instead of escorting them to townships. So this is corruption by the DLA coalition. Hence, they wouldn't come on air. They yeah. know that they can. I want to ask you, though, I want to ask you, uh, uh, before you go on, I want to ask you about these consulting firms that you say the city, uh, the, the, the DA-led uh, uh, city of Tswane has uh, gotten. What exactly do they do, the consulting firms, if you're saying you're living with rodents, you're living with uh, flies, you're living with basically uh, services completely not being delivered. These consulting firms that they brought, what exactly do they do and for whom? 
And when you also say there's cars that are available, what do these cars do? Okay, let me start with the cars. The, the, the consultants are using City of Tswane cars. So when residents saw them, they believed that they are city workers, only to find that they've given this consulting firm to come and disconnect people using city cars, and they're escorted by TMPD. TMPD has now deviated from its mandate to serve and protect the communities. They are now escorting criminals to come and harass our people. Number two, the consulting firms that I'm referring to are running the billing department together with finance department. The finance department in Tswani and credit control, they are caught up to the core. They are the ones who are cooking books. They are the ones who are actually running the city through these consulting firms who are billing us erroneously. We've got wrong bills because of these guesstimators appointed by these officials. There are city officials who have who has been there 20 years ago. You can remove the mayor tomorrow. I can vouch, uh, who's that? Randall Williams resigned with Mayco. But this rot continued to happen because there is an elephant in the room that Samu itself doesn't want to address. These people are taking their livelihood. They're taking their job. City, instead of paying some workers, they are paying this consulting firm. So the city of Tswane, capital city, is run by consulting firms. Hence, you see the proposal by the executive mayor to lease all the power stations, your Tswane market, your Tswane showgrounds, because they want to collapse the city and run it privately. So we are under siege as the residents of the city of Tswane, and we said we have taken the decision to say we now, in solidarity with the workers, we want them to support us as well because they are not getting paid because of consulting firms are prioritized. So we are calling for SAMU and its workers to be in solidarity with residents because we are now in solidarity with them. We need to chase those consulting firms and the executive mayor with the executives from the finance department. We have, we have a very serious challenge in the capital city. Okay, I want to try and uh, get through all the issues, right, Seppo? One of the things that you speak about is the fact that uh, the city is also erroneously billing you. And, and that uh, makes me a bit confused. Uh, are you, are you uh, wanting to stop paying for services because the city is billing you incorrectly? Are you wanting to stop paying for services because you are anyway not receiving any service? Is the issue that you have, what I'm trying to get to is, is the issue that you have with the city even predating the four-month strike of SAMU? One, we don't receive services. So we don't have electricity, we don't have water, there are potholes. All the challenges that were service delivery related issues have not been attended for four months and more. So we have come to a point to say, but we keep on paying every month for services that are not rendered. I mean, the city of Swan is filthy. No one is attending to that. We don't receive municipal bills. We only see them when they come to disconnect. So we are not paying because there are no services. Number two. Those bills which they disconnect people for are being handled by a private company just to loot poor the poorest and the residents of Swan. So it's been looted by city officials using this uh, consulting firm. So no services, no rent.
Okay. Um, let me ask for your indulgence, Tepo and Papiki, as I go to uh, the news headlines, and then we'll continue our conversation around the challenges of uh, the people of Tswane straight after the news headlines. It's 10.30. It's time for the news headlines. Tweet at SFM Radio and at KG Mwekezi. Welcome back. We are having a conversation on our Municipal Watch Thursday slot about the impact of the Tswane Municipal Strike on service delivery because, as you heard, there's residents of the city of Tswane that are now threatening to boycott payment of their municipal rates. Their complaint is that the delivery of basic services uh, for them as the poorest of the poor is not, are not coming through and they say they uh, don't see the point of paying for services that they don't receive in the the first place. But Biki, Yitzhapo uh, spoke about, you know, uh, the issue of Erinus billing, talked about the corruption, the alleged corruption at least, in the finance department in the city of Tswane. But even most importantly, he speaks about the work that seemingly should be done by SAMU workers being done by consulting firms. Tell me what your members are currently doing in these four months period and uh, if if a you know what what does it look like for uh, the Samu members who work for the city of Tswane right now? Thanks, KG. I think KG. The issues that we have now is that the municipality, like the city, has taken a deliberate decision that they want to use the current impasse to enrich their promise, to enrich their friends through giving them tenders uh, and contracts for work that is supposed to be done by municipal workers. There are municipal workers who are employed permanently and directly by the municipality to do exactly the same functions that uh, Tepo was speaking about. However, because people have to eat, these people are now being given this uh, contract so that they can do whatever they want to do with the uh, finances of the city. So Mr. does it mean that your work is being done by these consulting firms? Most definitely. That's what uh, the Auditor General always says. Auditor General will tell you that municipalities throughout the country have consultants. They appoint consul- consultants where there are employees who are permanently and directly employed by municipalities. For us, that is useless and wasteful expenditure. It just does not make sense why you go and issue out a contract or a tender for work where you have people whom you have employed to. Yes, go on. Let's talk, uh, you know, about uh, the, 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 the issue of what it is that you yourselves are proposing is the right way forward, Sebo, uh, as residents. Yes, it's clear to me that you have no interest in having these uh, marked cars of consulting firms coming and disconnecting you. But it's four months in, uh, something has to give. What's going to happen? What do you ideally want to have happen? You know, KG, the, the challenge that I'm currently having is that whenever we call a meeting with the executive mayor and Mako, they are behaving like they are behaving today. As we speak, MMCO Finance have blocked me because they've been given a mandate by the executive mayor not to communicate with any community leaders, and now they are telling the party 
line. And then now if that is amounts to undermining the will of the people, all what we want to do, we want to contribute to the revenue collection by paying for services which are rendered. If they are not rendered, there is no way we are going to budge because they are not willing to come to the round table. We've been calling them. Believe you me, every week I'm sending emails, requesting meetings. They just ignore them. All what they do, they check my WhatsApp statuses. What am I posting? And they will call me maybe once and said, hi, Tepo, uh, we will meet. Who's, who's they? It's the municipal manager who will call you. No, the MMC of Finance and the okay. MMC of Utilities, Mr. Temperforce. And this, uh, no, no, Mazzabatella, what is his role? There's so this, this MMC of Finance who does call you is the same guy who you're saying is running what you're saying is a rotten finance department in, that, in, in the office of the city of Tuane. Not only him. Yeah? There are finance officials and he's an MMC of Finance. So they are cooking books and then sending wrong reports to the executive mayor, hence the implementation of wrong decisions, because they've been in that council for a very, very long time. So, so as, as we're speaking, Tepo, you're not paying, is that it? As we're speaking, you're not paying for services. September, we didn't pay. Okay, so September is just one of the four months. You yes. are saying your members paid up until the month of August. Yes. And you have no intention to pay in the month of October either? If they deliver services, KG, any day, if we see services delivered, if they decide to give their workers tools of trade instead of giving those uh, consulting firms, and we see services delivered, Swanee uh, being cleaned, uh, the, what do you call it, the, 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 the power failures attended to, and we receive municipal bills. Our offices are open for indigents to, resi- to register. We will okay. start paying. If they okay. do it fast, then end of October, definitely we'll start paying. So there's a degree of solidarity that uh, the, the, the residents want from you as Samu Babiki. Did you hear that? And what, do, what is your take on that? I think as workers, we, we appreciate the solidarity that uh, has been given to us as workers. But I, I, I need to stress the fact that the issues that SEPO is referring to, they also affect us. Remember, as municipal workers, we are also residents. So when there's no service delivery, we are also not receiving any service delivery. So we understand the plight and the situation in which community members face themselves, the situations which they are in, because we are also not receiving services. As Samu, we actually want to have a situation wherein the city is able to deliver services to all residents and not prioritize your affluent areas. What is happening now is that the city has decided to prioritize affluent areas. That's where you are seeing municipal vehicles going in. They are going in there to services. Whereas the poor who actually need these services the most are being neglected. Yet you expect those very same people whom you are neglecting to pay services. It is unfair. It is a violation of human rights. And we are in the situation where we are in now. We have a government that simply not care for the poor. 
Yeah. One of the things that the city has said, by the way, uh, Papiki, is that uh, not all of uh, its employees will receive their 13th check at the end of November, as usually happens. And some will be paid theirs at the end of December or the end of January, which effectively means staggering, right, of the payments. What do you make of that? You see, that one, it's just another way of the city trying to agitate workers. Remember, a service check is a condition of service. You cannot unilaterally change conditions of service. This is what the city is doing now. And obviously, workers are going to see this as an insult. They are going to see this as a violation of their workers' rights. It can't be that the city manager, just because he wants to prove a point to say that the city does not have money, then he decides that he does not want to pay workers what is due to them. If, yeah. you, look at, if you look at what the city has been saying all along, the city has been saying we don't have money. The fact that they've deployed to gain to say, because we said we don't have money, we are actually thinking of paying workers their bonuses in a staggered way. We are not going to agree to that, unfortunately. Workers have a contract of employment with the municipality. We clearly stipulate when their savings check is paid. Anything okay. outside those parameters will not be affected by workers. Okay. We are in conversation with uh, Papiki uh, from SAMU and Sepo, the chairperson of the Lotus Attitude Swallsville Civic Society. We invited the city of Tswane. Uh, they declined to come on saying that they're having a press briefing at this very hour uh, regards the issue we're talking about. One, one of the things that is coming out is that the city is prioritizing affluent areas in terms of service delivery and taking away from the non-affluent township areas, if you may, uh, services and those people in the township areas are saying they are saying they are no longer willing to pay for services. We'll continue our conversation with them in a while. You are listening to KG Mwekezi on SAFM. Welcome back. Municipal Watch Thursday. Uh, we are talking the impact of the Tswane Municipal Strike on service delivery. And uh, we are in conversation with uh, Tsepo Mashangu, who is uh, the chairperson of the Attridgeville, sorry, Lotus Attridgeville, Salsville uh, Civic Society. And uh, we also have Papiki Mohale, who is Samu National Spokesperson. So what happens now, uh, Papiki? What happens? now as we finish this conversation they had a press briefing uh, at 10 o'clock the executive mayor is giving a, a press briefing together with the city manager and uh, they invited obviously media to attend we can attend we invited them they say they're implementing various measures to minimize the impact of the strike uh, including uh, the dismissals of striking employees working with security and law enforcement and I want to talk about the part of uh, the dismissal of striking employees because that's one of the things that they're talking about. What have they communicated to you? Apart from the decision that they've taken that they want to unilaterally change conditions of employment, there's been no communication that we've received from uh, management. But I must add that we are dealing with facts in the city of Swani. Uh, these are individuals who do not have the appetite to ensure that the city returns 
to normality. I mean, it is key that actually the administration has turned this uh, labor uh, into be a political football. I'll take you back to what the EA said in their provincial conference of housing when they said that if they do not tell some in particular that there is no money for salary increases, there will be nothing to inherit. What is it that the DA wants to inherit? What they want to inherit is this contract that they are busy dishing out left, right and centre at the expense of workers. The city cannot be saying that they do not have money, yet they do have funds to issue out a contract. I can go on and on about the irregular contracts that they've issued throughout the city, yet they are complaining about not having money. At the end of the day, the city just wants to portray workers as though workers are not prepared to deliver services. As I said earlier on, uh, workers are community members. They also need to benefit or see service delivery in the areas where they live. The Labour Court, though, has granted the Metro a permanent interdict, Papiki, uh, which orders uh, the striking employees, and I assume including yours at SAMU, to return to work as, uh, you know, as, as, as they went to court. What do you make of that? I think in my introduction, when, I, when, when we started speaking, I did indicate that SAMU has never issued an instruction for workers to go and strike. We have never sanctioned any strike. Mm -hmm. So that court order is an academic court order because... So as far as you're concerned, you're complying with it? We we actually... Remember, what happened is that they got a rule NISI first. When -hmm. they got that rule NISI, uh, we went and defended ourselves and said, oh, we are not, they wanted to say that we are in contempt of court. They said, we are not in contempt of court. We are not on strike. So we've never been on strike. So that court order itself has no bearing whatsoever on the operations that okay. are currently happening in France. So, but then there's members of yours who've now, what we can call, been expelled right? Uh, what, what do you do with them being expelled from work? As a trade union, we have an obligation towards our members. What we have been doing is challenging all this dismissal, all this suspension. I mean, the city itself cannot even prove who they say are on strike. Just a few weeks back, we had a situation where in an employee was served an intention to terminate his employment. Guess where this employee was? This employee was in hospital. A day after, he was forced to sign acknowledgement of that uh, intention to suspend. Unfortunately, that employee passed away because of the pressure that the city has put him under, saying that he's on an unprotected strike where else he was in hospital. So the city has not been dealing with uh, labor in good faith. What they've been doing is just exercising power, wanting to show who's in charge. And that cannot be allowed. We need a city that works for residents and workers alike. Okay, we've got callers, I'm being told. Neja in Bloemfontein, hi. Sorry for making you home. Good, good, good. Good good morning, KG. And a papiki temple and anything else. Uh, uh, KG, DAA declining your invitation. 
ensure that they have something. Where 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 they when the money disappeared in their cabinet? So uh, they always blame EMC is corrupt. I don't know. I, I don't know. DA don't want to, uh, to see black people living in luxury. Uh, DA and its uh, coalition should avoid. Should should account. KG, uh, bear in mind that uh, corruption is the enemy of uh, quality service delivery. So I support those two uh, gentlemen in the studio. Uh, I support uh, what they tend to do. Service delivery in Chwani really is offspring. Resident of uh, uh, Chwani are suffering due to uh, 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 DA, DA. Really, DA is in, is in Iraq. Thank you very much, uh, KG. Thank you, Nedja. Colin in Cape Town. Hi, Colin. Hi, hi, KG. Oh, we got problems in this country. KG is four months now. I cannot fathom, I cannot even think, how come in four months I couldn't sort this problem out? I just heard on the radio yesterday also on your station that Kasato is also putting the, the penny in, the, in, the, in the, the bowl. They, yes. they also, the Kasato is also now putting um, fire, uh, water, and instead, of, instead of helping and dozing the fire, Get together the unions and sort this out because this, the public, they are suffering. They are suffering. A, 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 a mayor can be a good mayor, but if he hasn't got the staff, he hasn't got the workers to run the city, what can you expect? For, uh, but how, uh, for, how good, how good, I want to stay there, how good is Celia's Brink as a mayor if 77 million rand has gone missing and nobody can account for it? Then it's got to be reported and then it's got to go through the channels and get hold of those corrupt people, whoever they are. But don't let the people suffer. The unions are, are fanning the fire for months now. They are the cause of a lot of problems also. I'm sure the unions can sit down and say, look here. Get the whole, uh, uh, but, Colin, but Colin, you can hear the unions. They say they're not on strike. They say there was a deal that was signed with the city in 2021, and the Correct. city is not living up to uh, a labor agreement that they got into with the workers. Correct, which I heard months ago, and every time I hear it, the, the city's almost bankrupt. It's been going like that for years and years and years. Surely to goodness, you can't get blood out of a stone. The unions must sit down. And I want if the ANC ran, Swani, would the unions go into all that trouble? Even Kasato. You see, it's politics involved. This country will never, ever, ever come So about. are you effectively what? saying uh, the DA is running Swani to the ground? Is that what you're saying, Colin? I'm not saying they are running it down. Um, they've never, uh, the coalitions, they've had so many mayors, they've had so many uh, 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 chairmans and things like that in a couple of years. They're not given a chance. The, the, the country is not getting, the coalition parties aren't getting a chance. Because uh, uh, PE, wherever it is, they chop and change mayors. 
and they do this, they do that. They can't, you know, they, they behave like children, man. They can't, they're not adults. They can't and the, the, irony is not, is the irony is not lost to me that this, this, this is the executive cup capital of our country. Thanks, Colin. Stephen, you're in okay. Pretoria. Hi, Stephen. Katie, how are you? Hi, Stephen. Katie, I called this beloved station when this thing started. I make a point that this, uh, whatever his name is, that mayor, what he was doing, what was going to work? Because he just wanted to implement the strategy that inherited from his uh, apartheid angles during apartheid. Do you remember? The scope and donor. If people were trying to um, voice their anger through strikes, they were setting the, the police on them, remember? Mm-hmm. So that, is, that was his approach. That failed from the start. We know that he got mandate from Cape Town because Helen Villas of this world and they were in Cape Town, they are not affected. They don't even see what is going on. They give him mandate, but unfortunately he is facing this head on. This thing was not going to work. Remember, he tried to divide the, the, the workers, set themselves against each other, said... If you come to work, I will protect you. That's a strategy that the apartheid government did before 1994 election. They will divide you, have you kill each other. That's a strategy that he tried to apply, that, that phase. But now, let us check why, how did we come here? How do we arrive where we are now? Who ran to an Is that mayor? He chowed the money, bankrupted money, and then he left. Did he go to jail? No, 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 no. No, no, no. He's now enjoying his loot somewhere, wherever he is. Did DA say anything about that? Because DA said that they're fight crime and everything. Ask them, where is that old, that mayor that child man of Swane? Is he in jail? Is DA really, really fighting crime? He's enjoying his loot somewhere. DA is not saying anything. Okay, but this thing is not going to work and, 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 until that Celia brings change his tactics of scope and donor things that you will intimidate people. And we are paying Katie every month. And then for, for, for refuse collection and everything, money, we pay what we have been paying every month. Mm. But we're not getting services. Must we just keep quiet? Thanks, That's Stephen. Thanks, Stephen. We have some voice notes as well. Let's hear them. Tepo is saying they're not going to be paying because refuse is not being collected. Are they in the meantime getting water? Water going through their taps that comes from the municipality. Mm, so how is that service being made, maintained in the meantime? And as for the city not being on radio does he know when you guys invited the city to or did you expect to just did you just expect them to sorry avail themselves irrespective of what their program was like or does he know something that we don't know maybe because he's, he's Seems so sure that they're just being, what does he say, arrogant and what? 
I don't I don't get it. Thanks, bye. AG, as much as I don't say Swana is hundred percent, most of municipalities have corruption. They've got bottles, the 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 the, 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 the members of the are not uh, doing service delivery. It's about power hungry. They don't get people who are going to support them when they say the mayor uh, must be kicked out. They've got few votes for that. Now it's, it's a gap for them, for these uh, people that were protesting illegally unprotected strike. Most of the, 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 the municipalities have corruption. There's a lot of corruption in the government, but they don't fight like this, like they are doing here in Tswane. It's because they want that municipality to be led by them. Thank you, KG. Tatsani. Thank you to the both of you ladies for your voice notes. Uh, we've got two minutes or a minute and a half before uh, we have to go to news. What are your last thoughts, Papiki, uh, as we round off? Our last thought is that we want to see the city doing right by workers. There is a collective agreement in place, an agreement which the city agreed to. Workers should be paid their salary increase from 2021 and 2023. Additionally, the city should pay workers their savings check as per their condition of service. The city does not have a financial problem. It has a financial management problem. Once we deal with those things, we will be able to see a city that delivers them and workers. Importantly, we meet a city that does not politicize administration issues, but a city that deals with issues based on their merit. Thank you. Tsepo, your last thoughts as we round off? Okay, I'll start by that question again. If there is no strike, why are we not receiving services? That's the question mark. Number two, I'd like to urge political parties to stop using the plight of workers for 2024 elections. That is unethical. Number three, I'm inviting all the residents, because uh, just for the record, uh, KG, Alaska started in Natridgeville, but we've got affiliates in all townships of Tswane. So I'm inviting all the residents of Tswane to unite against this, because we need to visit Tswane House for the first time, the crime scene, to go and demand answers from the unions and from the council, which are politicians, and from the executive mayor. Because for me now, somebody's playing with the residents here. And yeah. who's fooling who? We need to follow up on this because it can be correct that there's no strike, but we're not receiving services. Yes, we know they are denied out, tools of trade. 
Yeah, because ultimately you have uh, no service delivery, which is what we were talking about here. And as you had uh, Papiki say over and over again, as far as they're concerned, this for them is not a strike. It's a wait for the city to pay them uh, what it is that they agreed with the city on in 2021. Thank you to both my guests. And uh, we'll hear, we will g uh, give you a briefing of what uh, the city said in their press briefing at 10 o'clock once. Uh, that statement has been issued. It's 11.01. It's time for the news.